it was a great weekend for wrestling, especially on Saturday, because along with Impact Emergence, AEW held its first international pay-per-view. And I'm going to be the first one to say congratulations for able to do that. So hats off to you. So it made, I think they said they broke the record for a wrestling show attendance. So they had 80,000 plus people there, 81,035 at Wembley Stadium. Congratulations. Like I'm woman enough to say that. Uh, I have the card pulled up here with the winners and the losers. But unfortunately, some shit went down. Let's talk about the matches first, because I don't think anybody watched uh, All In here. And it's not because we're like, ew, no, AAW. We're broke, okay? <laughs> Bitch is broke right now. Well, usually watches it, but well it's not even that because of broke. So, like I said, I was like, I was do my yearly vacation. And again, we mm-hmm. usually sometimes, um, we have signal do not the last two days I was there. I had no signal. Um, also we were, there's a lot going on and a lot of it. I kind of don't want to discuss on the podcast. Actually I could, it doesn't matter. So anyways, long story short, we like my one of my friends I was that was also there is a big um wrestling fan as well. He really likes MJF and he didn't really care about anything else on a card besides that match. So we were trying to um eventually we were trying to at least stream it. I was like I, I was like, I'm not, I don't want to sit in front of a TV for five hours because we're on vacation. But I was like, I do want to have it playing on the background. So whenever I just don't feel like being in like the hot tub or being in the water anymore, or don't feel like participating in whatever like games we're playing, then I can like come inside and watch this. Makes sense. So long story short, is our friend so we're gonna take a camping trip at the end of the month and we're like oh we're gonna do mushrooms at the camping trip so our friend made an announcement was like hey guys we thought they were gonna announce that they were pregnant because it was just very weird how she started off the the um announcement (laughs) and we're like are you trying to tell us you're pregnant you've been drinking all weekend and it was no she had mushrooms if anybody wanted to try them. <laughs> this is how you announced this is, it? Huh? She just announced she it just, like she was... Yeah, just like a very casual group announcement. She's like, okay, we have mushrooms. If anybody's interested, we're going to microdose. Remember that word microdose in about a minute. Okay. And... A lot of us, there was quite a few of us who, you know, we've never done before, but we're like, okay, we're on vacation, we're with our friends, blah, blah, um, you know, let's do it. Our one friend separated them. Mind you, we shouldn't have had him do it. Uh-oh. So, and also, in case people know, when you do mushrooms, 
you're supposed to, especially if you like haven't done them before, or it's supposed you're you should try to make sure you have it as accurate as possible so you can monitor your dosage. Again, remember the words microdose. Okay. So we all take ours. Um, it was not a microdose. Oh shit. We figured out. We figured out about maybe an hour in. We kind of figured out, okay, this isn't oh a microdose. Mind you, our plan was because my friend, he was finally like not like drunk, drunk enough to realize, oh shit, I have a hotspot on my phone. We can stream it via my hotspot. Like perfect. Mind you, this is before all the mushrooms kicked in. So everyone's in their pirate gear. Because, you know, we're supposed to take pictures. We're having, like, our pirate night. And then we were supposed to have our neon night. Nothing works out because we're all, except for two people, because they end up splitting in their doses because they were very nervous about doing it, all pretty much had full doses of mushrooms. My God. So it was me and two other people who've never done mushrooms before. Had pretty much full doses. Um, oh no, and it gets better. So we're up, and then again, we're trying to figure out the, the streaming of the TV, and then they're really kicking in. And our one friend, um, he's like really good, he's like good at he like fixes everything, like he was like basically the dad of the whole trip. And I was like, I was like, can we get them to try to figure this out? And we were like why is he like so messed up turns out he did acid shit because he like was gonna like do the mushrooms with them but he was like looking for something in his wallet and he found acid tabs he found four of them and he's like well I'm just gonna do this didn't tell anybody except for one of our friends tripping balls so we're trying to have him figure out so obviously we can't have him figure out the tv so long story short by the time we somewhat got sober enough and this is at least six seven hours later all out was basically almost done oh my god so story Mm -hmm. kids they're going to do mushrooms. Don't do it when you're trying to figure out how to stream the pay-per-view. Your trip lasted as long as an AEW pay-per-view. <laughs> no, it, I'll, I'll talk about it more off camera, but I have never experienced anything like that in my entire life. It, and I'm very lucky because two of my friends had really bad trips. One, yeah. I was, I was, I was very ready for that him to have a bad trip because he's like a very overthinker. And then our un, and our one friend, which it was surprisingly, so her boyfriend was the one who was supposed to quote microdose us, but he also gave her more because she was complaining like oh this is enough he was like are you sure and he was and she was like whatever i'll just give you a little bit extra 
Yeah, there's a reason why I don't like uh, it's like a whatever they're fucking called mushrooms. Well, psychotics. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they weren't like crazy enough. Like no one was like hallucinating or anything, but it just like felt very weird. And our one friend who also who had the bad bad trip, like he doesn't really like like he doesn't smoke weed. He can't because like his job, so he doesn't like smoke weed. Like a lot of us do so it's like he's not someone that's also like he's not used to being like high as well like that it was like there's so again i feel like i would have had a great time watching all out if i if we could figure it out because i was so high and i would have just loved it and also because i sat on a couch for like six hours Well, if you want to get weird, let's get weird. So, first match for this card was for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. Tony was- should give me an endorsement for that. Um, well, he probably asked you. Tweet him. I would ask you to borrow some stuff, allegedly, but you know, whatever. Honestly, he would probably be more suited to do this than whatever he's clearly doing. True. At least he'll blink. Yeah. The same. All right. So the opening match was for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. It Aussie Open versus Better Than You, Bay, which is Adam Cole and MJF. MJF and Adam Cole surprisingly won the titles actually not because they have to wrestle later on that night um so they're and then this was on the pre-show okay so that was a long pre-show there was one other match on the pre-show for the ftw world champion ftw championship hook versus jack perry <laughs> so let's uh let's play mm-hmm. story, are we kids so a couple weeks ago jack perry made this little bit of a fuss that he wanted to use real glass in a match like a glass why pit. one two nope. and cm punk didn't Go on, uh, Alexis. I, I, I'm, I'm having like really bad yeah. acid. It, it happens every time I have to talk about Phil. So they had so, so he wanted to use glass and Punk said no. You don't do that kind of shit on Collision. And apparently Jack, as got, he should. No. Much as we hate that we rag on Phil. Phil is an OG. He's an old head. He's been doing this shit. He knows the dumb stuff that all the... And I don't want to call, you know, Jack Perry a kid, but he's younger. He's a child. Stop it. Child. Why does Hook look older than him? That's so weird. They both both look 14 years old. Hook is a good-looking dude. He is, and it it weirds me out because it's like, I don't know his age. Gotta get his mom. Like, there ain't no else to it. Yeah, I want to find out if Taz's wife is hot because there's no way. Well, 
Anyway, so he wanted to have this big thing, and Punk said no, because Punk's doing the thing you're supposed to do when you're, like, the one that's been in the business longer. You make sure that these young kids in the business don't fuck their bodies up so they can still, you know, stand up and pee without assistance by the time they're 55. Um, And apparently this has been up Harry's ass for majority since then, because he went on Twitter and was trying to start something, and everyone was just kind of like, is this like a storyline? Is this real? Like, what's going on? So they have this little matchy match. Hook wins back the FTW title. It's so weird not calling him Jungle Boy. I'm just going to do it anyway. Jungle Boy takes a shot at Phil during the match, because they're going to do this move where he goes through like a car windshield. And he goes up and he hits the car and he says, real glass. Mm-hmm. Right to the camera. Phil did not like this. And I wish he so, would have left it alone, though. I really he com- well, this is where it gets weird because there's been three different stories told. I think Tiff has all of them. If I get something wrong, correct me because it's a lot. So Jungle Boy goes back. Punk's ready in Gorilla because he's going to be the first one out. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how the story goes. Apparently, Jungle Boy wanted to get fresh with them, if you know what I mean. Right. Walked up to Phil, started saying some shit to him. Now, look. Y'all know I don't like, I have no love for Phil Brooks, like at all. But I'm going to be damned if someone half my fucking size comes up to me and tries to tear my ass down. Punk's like... Yeah, he whooped his ass like he should have. Mm-hmm. So originally what Jack happened... Jack Perry was tripping. On some bullshit. Yes, trying to, like, be, like, you know, puffing his chest out and trying to gain, like, six inches in height or whatever. And some <laughs> sort of stories I've heard that Punk was like, look, if you want to talk about this, Hit me up after my match because he was not already in a good mood because apparently nobody was there to pick up Punk when he arrived. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're <laughs> lying. Oh, he said that when he, he arrived, I'd be there too. That's a lot of traffic. I'd be pissed. Stop. I'd Very be busy. pissed. A I'm, I'm with him. I don't mean to cut you off, Alexis, but I agree. This is a one time I am fully on his side about everything that he fucking did for something. I told you. Because I'd be pissed. I'm flying all the way out to Wembley, over to Wembley. You know how you know how insane traffic is over there? Airport alone. Just as a whole. Mm-hmm. Just as just a whole without all of this shenanigans, I would have fucked someone up as soon as I showed up to Arena. I would have fought someone. I would have fought an intern, a security guard. I would have whooped someone's ass. Intern, right, just for having a deal for that. I would have whooped someone's ass. <laughs> and then you got Jack Perry fucking crying about not using glass. I would have choked him the fuck out too. Last thing happened like weeks ago. So it should have been dropped and taken care of, right? You you would think you would just grow oh, up. Fucked him up. So I'm starting to think they have it out for him. 
Because but let me get. I I started this. God, look at us! Look at us! So Punk's hey, already in. Look at us! Punk is already in a bad mood, and he's just like, "Look, I'll deal with you later. My match is next. Let me go out here, put on a show with Joe. We'll come back here and we'll talk about it." Like that's what I heard, right? That he was trying to just like, "Don't come near me right now. I don't want to talk to you. I'm in work mode. We'll deal with this later." That was correct. That's correct. Harry took a swing at him. That's what I heard. Yeah. His bitch ass out. <laughs> I won't choke him out. <laughs> See that? For the first time, I think I'll ever say this. I am on CM Punk's side because, too, like, I'm sorry. Sam was in a bad mood already. This is over some bullshit that he was just like, and everyone was like, why was he trying to stop him from shining? I'm like, First off, don't say that ever again. Secondly, all these old heads are trying to teach the new guys you don't have to fucking mutilate your body. If you can use plexiglass that has the same effect as real glass, what's the difference? I mean, as you long just, as it shattered. Who the fuck cares? Yep. Because honestly, you I, can't... I, I, <laughs> So there's another there's another version of you it. Just show it out. It's so stupid. Look at her face. I remember. Look, so there's she's not lying. There are multiple stories. That one is the original one I heard. And then there's another one they reported that said CM Punk confronted Perry. <laughs> About what he said. And he was you like, know, basically, I'm still on this side. <laughs> basically, he was just like, don't put our backstage business out in public on a pay per view. Don't do that. It's unprofessional. It's messy. It's they look, it they look high key need to find out who's still a Tadurchi because it's messy now. Because no one, no one should know this information. They're telling everything. And I'm like, okay, so it's somewhere in the middle. It got to be true. I, I feel like Jack Perry went back there and was just like, see, that's what I wanted to do when you and I had our match, but you was tripping. And then CM Punk is like, look, bitch, I got shit to do. I'm not worried about that. Let me focus on my match. And if you want to talk about this shit later, we can. But we got a show. We got to get put on. Jack Perry didn't like that shit. And he was like, why is you talking to me crazy? And then they both got into it. And CM Punk choked him out. Either if you a wrestler and you can't fight, then you can't be talking to people crazy. Right, period. Because you, you, you can't talk to people crazy. Because just because you know how to backflip and jump off of the top rope, that don't mean your ass know how to fight. Mm. That don't mean that. We'll fuck around and find out. <laughs> like shit. Sorry, what did you say? Like 90% of wrestlers can't really fight, fight? I don't believe yep, I said that. Either way, no matter what you what you hear happens is that Jungle Boy Jungle Boy got choked out by Punk. That's all no. anyone can me That shit me. is so funny to me. I don't care what no that shit I is so, so funny. <laughs> so tickled by it. If I saw that shit, I would have been crying. 
Meanwhile, Miro's online like, oh, it didn't happen. It didn't, bitch. We know it happened. If the only reason we know it happened is fine, it's funny. The people with the brain will realize that that know that Punk was in the right. Because it's like, why are you trying to talk to him and you know he's about to go out for a fucking match? You you look first of all, you're unprofessional. Right. That's unprofessional as fuck. Right. Regardless if he if punk may, which I doubt Punk would make a comment like that to like start a conversation when he knows he's about to have a match. Right. And it's just like so that's why I don't believe that. That's why I don't believe that aspect of so I see he had to say something. It had to be I say he is too old. Yeah, I'll say he is too old to know not to start song with someone when he knows he has to literally go out and have a championship match. Right. And it's just like that's the thing too. It's like it's one thing if he like I mean, there's so much shit that happened this weekend because of this one little altercation. But it'd be one thing if like me and say like we were wrestlers, right? And me and Nicole were having some kind of beef. I would get a hold of her before we fly all the way to fuck out to a whole nother continent and be like, look, when you have time, can we sit down and talk this over? Because I don't want any bad blood between the two of us. Like, just something like that. But, like, why are you mad about a spot? It's a spot. Why are you mad about you using fucking glass? Right. Like, you got to go take an indie booking, you fucking weirdo. And then you just did it. You just did the fucking spot. What are you doing? And nobody cared. Like, look, to be like a long story short. CM Punk and Perry both got suspended. But that's standard practice. When an altercation happens, somebody has to pay the piper. Now, out of respect, look, y'all can give Tony Khan a lot of shit. But some things he is doing correctly. He cannot suspend Perry and not suspend CM Punk when both men were aggressive towards each other. So he suspended both of them until they get to the bottom of what actually happened. Once that happens, I guarantee you CM Punk is going to be reinstated. I read that shit. I was like, if he needs bail money, I'll be the first one to start the GoFundMe. <laughs> I'm not even... I'll lie and say that. You I've been like, he didn't start that fight. I was there. They be he like, was, he was there. Himself. I was there. He what was. What are you supposed to do? Stand there and let him hit him? And I mean, not the reports that. are coming out. But Jack Perry is five fucking six. I'd have fucking dog walked him. Right. So the reports are coming out after that saying that some of the talent are mad that CM Punk once again is overshadowing the show. I'm like, that part I disagree with because that, everybody was talking about how good the show was and that storyline between MJF and Adam Cole. Nobody was talking about CM Punk. Y'all just keep putting the reports out there about it. The media is what's overshadowing the show of All In. It ain't us. You want to tell us that somebody's overshadowed, and I cannot believe I'm fucking saying this, but if you want to say the person who's responsible for this so-called fucking overshadowing, it's fucking Jungle Boy. He's the one who got all right. They don't have to report it. Like, what, what are you reporting? There was an altercation backstage between two wrestlers. So the fuck what? The wrestlers fight all the goddamn time. To see the video. Why is that news? It's not like it was the first time where CM Punk was on TV. He was on the media scrum 
talking cash shit. That is different. It is because he represents the company. Not only that, he was sitting next to the head of it, the face of it. He was talking out the side of his head. So, yes, that's going to overshadow the damn event because that's what was pertinent at the time. You talking about a damn somebody got choked out? Taker and them used to be whooping ass and backstage all the time. That don't overshadow all men. It don't overshadow what they did. It doesn't overshadow how they were able to book that show with barely any match card. They sold out 80,000 tickets. Okay? The only thing that it, it, it's doing is it gives bad light to CM Punk once again. Now, everybody wants to make this about him specifically. In this case, you can't make it about Phil because Phil was defending himself. Was he supposed to let the man punch him in his face? Oh, fucking I'd have choked his ass out too. Okay. You gonna hit me because you was wrong? Right. After he was probably on that nasty train for however long and had to go carry his own shit onto the fucking when I tell you, I would have been on my last fucking string but that was me because especially like and this is just coming from someone who literally just traveled like we literally I just had like a seven hour car ride on Monday and this is obviously with me starting to get like sick and me being like hungover from the various things I did over the weekend I was fucking miserable so I can only I can only imagine having to be around that many people traveling when shit's not done and then you're gonna come to work you know get dressed to go to your mat and someone hits you I would have stabbed somebody they would have to call the police not even that just well, trying I mean, to travel to the somebody. point where he he said shit wasn't in order like he's I would have killed somebody been like what i would have been blowing up tony khan's phone like he ain't got they would have had to hide a body like i was jimmy snooker like they would have had to get some shit together dang oh oh allegedly allegedly okay we know know he did that shit he did that shit he said he did that shit he said he did it (laughs) and the police was arresting his ass when he died yeah god sorry he definitely did it And you know what, traveling in general sucks because, like, just from when I went up to see Tiff a couple years ago, I got stuck in fucking sea. I didn't get. I left. I left Ohio at ten o'clock. I should have been home by like two in Tennessee. I didn't get home till ten o'clock that night. Like why? What happened? Because my I mom said, was asking me where where she was, and I was like, she's stuck. She, she said she's not moving. She's a, she got a delay in her flight. And I'm like, oh, yes. I don't know, but I was pissed. And it, it it just takes a lot out of you, especially you know for a whole other continent, not trying and trying to get a hold of somebody. And this little five. Are you in a different time zone? So he probably didn't fucking sleep. No, no. 
because they were very in and out. Yeah. I, so that's why I said, I was like, I would have killed, I wouldn't even know what to do. I would have killed some, I would have choked, I probably would have choked Tony out. I would have been so yep. upset. Well, I mean, it's just like, look. I said, I'm going to choke him out and I'm going to choke you out next. In my eyes, he did nothing wrong. And I know what they had to do was fucking basic corporate stuff. But in this case, and again, I can't believe I'm fucking saying this, Phil did nothing wrong. And if anything, the man was defending himself from this little five foot six rejection of the lollipop gill. Like, don't be acting tough, bro. Because like two years ago, you were hanging out with a fucking dinosaur. You guys hear it first at Down for the Count. I think this is the first time we have unanimous, unanimously, unanimously, unanimously defended yeah. and taken up for CM Punk. What's today? Today is August 30th. It's that super blue 2023. Super blue. If you believe in a lottery, I'll time. probably play the lottery. Yeah. I got some numbers. Uh, I, I, just, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I can't I mean we usually give him the blues because he likes the damn fool. But in this case, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on his side. Because you can't, you can't do that. You do have to have a level of professionalism. You just do. And there's a certain way that he could have handled this. And you telling me that this happened weeks ago and you still on this bullshit? Salty. Because right. they talk about it on Twitter. That's where all this shit came from. Cause he, I don't remember this. I think he said it on Twitter. I'm not. No, it, it hit the news. That's what. So much shit has came out about this. <clears throat> In some wrestling, like uh, the fuck are these? It came out in some like wrestling, like tabloid, not tabloid, but you know what I mean. And it's just saying that they Basically. had some. Yeah, they had like some little heat between them because he wanted to use real glass and punk said no and he's been all up in his little butt about all this ever since then and i'm just like dude i hold grudges but i hold them for, for like two weeks yeah. uh-oh we lose nicole again yeah she'll be back though yeah this has been going on for a while so he honestly, if he had just kept his damn mouth shut, he wouldn't have got choked out. But here's what I'm believing, because now all the little, gotta love that AEW locker room, because they all love talking shit about each other. Even though they're grown, well, they grown ass folk back there. That I was waiting for her to come back. <laughs> But like, you know, now the AEW locker room, all them grown folks who like to talk shit about each other and deal with shit like they're still in high school or whatever, they're trying to say it's Punk's fault. I'm telling you, ever since he came back, they know they can fuck with him because he's got a short-ass trigger and they're probably looking for any excuse to get him out of there. That's why, and it's just like, why do y'all even care? Half of y'all don't even want to be on his show. Don't worry about him. I'd be on collision, and which is crazy because I'd go. I'd be on collision before I would be on dynamite. Facts. I'd rather work because dynamite is like today. 
the only good, I mean, I didn't watch the rest of this last match, but the only really good spot was Tony Storm. And she just had a segment for not even two minutes. She do. What she do? I give um old girl I give old girl the blues because everyone should know I'm not a big Tony Storm fan, but this character that she's doing is hilarious, and it's growing on me. I mean, she called what out. Happened? She's just playing like like this very distraught. It's like a it's like a modern take on this like distraught old Hollywood actress that's washed up and has no idea what to fucking do with herself so she's just freaking out all the time i know she hit like um she hit soraya's mom at um all in during that match and they ended up having a little fallout ruby came out there to try to stop them from fighting but tony told her to just leave like don't worry about it i got it soraya took her out I mean, yeah, I want- but she's been low key doing this character for since she lost the um AEW Women's Championship. But she's been like <clears throat> slowly building on it. And then today, I was like, "This is fucking hilarious." And also, it's something different, mm-hmm. which is like I always say, like try something different. And this is something different, and it's working. I want her to stay like this until she wins something else. Because it's just funny because she just has, and again, it's like, you know, like a distraught, washed up old Hollywood actress. Like she's in her, these fucking jewels, her hair's in these pin curls, her hair, her face is beat, walking around with a robe on, it's probably weird- on, probably on her 10th martini. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. I can't. Is it one of it's those rich- fe- no, it's not even no, it's not even like a rich it's just it's like a again, it's like a distraught old Hollywood actress. It, it does not even have to like necessarily be like a rich girl. And no, that's why I also done, like about well, it. I feel like so she many people and... lean too much into the rich girls. Not even a rich girl thing. It's just like the whole package. Right. But... Yes. But yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, Collision is mostly, ever since it's been on, it's consistently entertaining throughout almost the entire show, pretty much. I cannot say, I don't remember the last time I was thoroughly entertained throughout an entire episode of Dynamite. I have not watched Dynamite in like ages. So like I, I can't I don't watch AEW because even though they have a lot of my favorites, I just can't get into it anymore. I yeah. can't. Which I, I watch it so obviously so we can, you know, know what's going on, but I rather watch collision. Like I get excited because obviously a lot of the times I don't get to watch or I'll have it playing on the background at work, but I don't get to like watch it, watch it. But I get so excited when I can watch it the next day and actually sit through it. I don't do that with Dynamite. If I miss it, I miss it. I don't give a shit. But if I miss a collision, I watch it back. Really? Yes. I make sure I watch it. So so that's why I don't know what everybody over there is trying to act all uppity like they don't want to be a collision. I, I'd be like, put me on collision. And you know what? I'll actually be on fucking TV. 
everybody acting like they're too good to be on collision, but they're sitting on the back and catering on, on dynamite. They don't yeah, want to work. Pretty much watching MJF and Adam Cole and John Moxley. Because you know what? Here's the thing. Just with Punk saying no to using real glass, that actually like as stupid. Why did he want to use real glass so bad? Is my is I what don't I would like know. to know. He's dumb. He's young. He's an idiot, and he thinks using real glass is fucking cool. It's not when you're in your fucking thirties. And I understand we all got to leave with at least some scars on our body, but you like your whole side is riddled with cuts from constantly being dumbass. That's all it fucking is. Like, I'm not trying to sound like the old lady of the show, but come the fuck on. But the fact that Punk said no. If I was a wrestler on collision and my opponent was on some shit and they want to do something that I didn't feel comfortable with, and if I told them I don't feel comfortable with and they're like, well, we're still doing it, that means I could go on the fill and be like, yo, listen, they want to use, like, real barbed wire. I'm not in for that. I'll sell the shit out of it, but I'm not using real barbed wire. We can get the fake shit, right? Like, that should make you feel safer, Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not becoming the mass transit incident part two because some dude wants to get a quick shot of viral aim on fucking Instagram. Hit me with a fucking real glass, bitch. You better hope I don't find your ass and start to like, pluck all of it out. <sighs> so he gets sent. He gets like, so they get broken up. Jungle Boy gets sent home. And then, then they start the actual show. All this has gone on. Oh, he says, this is from uh, Bleacher Report. Real, gra- real glass, uh, real glass, cry me a river, Perry said into the camera and attempted aha moment mid reports that CM Punk told him not to use real glass in a promo a few weeks ago. Perry bumped on it, but it meant nothing in the grand scheme of the match. What a fucking little bitch. <laughs> so then the actual Let's get to the rest of the card. What happened at the rest of with the rest of the card? Rest of the card. Real world championship. It was the Ring of Honor champion Samoa Joe versus the real world champions, uh CM Punk. These guys have had history with each other. Really good with each other. Um some people kind of had some weird thoughts about this match. I just saw it as like two guys who constantly work with each other who just know how to like be funny. Punk's just coming off from choking somebody out in the back. That shit is funny. That's so funny yeah. to me. Like that um, whole, like that's so unseen. Like wrestling. And again, yeah. after having like such like a tough week, especially end of the week, like it's yeah. good to like be able to like because obviously there's just so much like range in wrestling like we said like you know it can be funny it can be like heart-wrenching and you know and obviously as we see it can be very tragic but it's also so fucking unserious at the same time like how you like literally choke someone out and literally just going out for a match 60 seconds later it was a professional. Like, how fucking, like, wrestling is so 
unserious sometimes in the best way possible. And, um, like, the people who are probably in the production truck are like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? And then you have some fucking poor intern who's probably getting screamed at because they're trying to fix, get the display screens work and probably pull these monitors off of Tony. Because <laughs> they said some monitors fell on him. Oh, shit. God. Why he wasn't blinking? They are saying, like, one one of the monitors fell on him because that's how close they were when Jack swung on him. Shit. I was like, Jack, I was like, he's a fucking child. I was like, you know how crowded Gorilla is? It's got, like, at least 20 people in there at a given time. Especially when it's, like, big events like that. And you probably have so, and you probably have an X amount of the talent who are up next or up soon, who are in queue, who are just back there watching, just so they don't have to, you know, walk all. The way. I'm like, what a fucking dumbass! That you got like people back there. You have people back, there, their families, their kids. Like you got, who, oh, like press sometimes. Just think about this: if that motherfucker swung. And didn't hit punk. <clears throat> Connected with somebody's wife or kid? Oh, he'd be dead. Oh, he that whole be... show would have been over. Like, if, yeah. Because there's always people there. And it's just like, you got the producers, the creative team, the people who are doing the cameras, the sound guys, like all that shit's back there. What a fucking little baby, man. Like let this shit. You wanna you want real glass? Fine. Go throw yourself through a fucking window, knock yourself out. So, Punk retains his title. Punk retained his title. So that title is the AEW Championship that he claimed he never lost, and MJF is the current champion. So he calls himself the real champion, and he spray painted that X over it, and they were they were they were competing for this real title all right all i'm gonna say about it <laughs> so shortly after just Punk- put the title put it just make a secondary world title at this point i mean that's what i was saying like why are you you know you're not gonna wrestle mjf for that championship dude we were just expecting i sent the meme and it's like john like it's john moxley pulling this face and it's like John, when Tony asked him to be the interim real world champ, <laughs> I mean it's inevitable. <laughs> um, so after that happened, Punk uh, Punk defended his title. He defeated Joe in like a really good match. It was like a lot of callbacks to their Ring of Honor days. Um, reports are saying that as soon as Punk walked back, he was told to leave. Yeah, because they already made Perry leave. Oh, it's only. It's only fair that they asked him to leave. Um, I have, I saw reports that Punk left without a problem. He was pissed off, as rightfully so. And in the midst of him leaving, reports are coming out saying that he's done with AEW and he wants to quit. He said you know the what? Last time. Honestly, I don't fucking blame him. Because now they know they can push his fucking buttons. And that even if they're the ones who start it, he'll retaliate. 
and but they're both their asses are suspended. I think Punk's gonna be reinstated for four periods. And I think that Tony's gonna have to have he needs to have a conversation with his company and as a whole, not just as individuals who wanna work with CM Punk and individuals who don't need to have a conversation. Because right now where you are is you've got some individuals in that company who are antagonizing him on purpose. And they're and for you to even for you to even raise up on him like that is a problem. I can understand if y'all was in the parking lot, y'all had a little issue and this and then y'all settled y'all shit then. But you decided to start some shit before the pay-per-view even began. Because you was in your feelings about some shit that happened two weeks ago? Nah, get fam. For his now, music. You have to get these wrestlers in line. They need to have a chain of command back there. That is part of the problem. Everybody is a, it's everybody man for themselves. There ain't no respect back there. They don't respect you. They don't respect that company. All they care about is what they can get. This is not an indie promotion. You are a mainstream company you are funneling in millions of dollars you answer to more than just these fucking wrestlers you got people who probably want to invest in your company they won't now because you can't keep your shit together and you got holes everywhere leaking all of your shit so much so that you gotta have your wrestlers come out and defend you when you could have a PR to take care of all of that so this shit is held together by sticks and glue. You got to pull this together. If you don't, you hire you me. don't fix this right fucking now, mm-hmm. this is going to be the death of your company. It's not CM <clears throat> You, It's you, Tony. You're the problem. Because one, you don't know how to rein these motherfuckers in. It's either you fall in line or get the fuck out. I'm not going to be embarrassed because of you. You're embarrassing me. You're embarrassing my company. Every time I have a decent show, you all go out there and show your ass like some 12-year-olds. Plus, I know 12-year-olds who don't even fucking act like this, man. That doesn't make any sense to me. Get it together. If you grown and you want to do what you want to do, make your own promotion and go out there and do it. But don't try to fuck up what's going on right here. AEW could be successful and succeed, but it's not going to do it if everybody is always out for themselves and not thinking about the company as a whole. Without the company, you don't have anything. And here, here's here's the thing. Everyone thinks we're so anti-AEW. We're not. We want to see this company succeed, but we're tired of hearing the childish bullshit that comes out. Y'all are grown folks back there. Y'all are grown act like it i hate to say this because i hate um the undertaker ever being right about fucking anything um but they low-key like and i and again i hate i hate that i'm about to utter what i'm about to utter but they need like wrestlers court or something back there Mm -hmm. they need you know what they need and I hate and I hate and I hate saying this because that can be so toxic, but they are so fucking unhinged back there. Yes. And nobody is whooping there is not a, somebody needs to start whooping other talents' asses. I'm sorry. You know what? This should be Mox a warning. Leaders, Moxley, 
Moxley Brian was he's at one not point. they're he not fighting them. you know Brian that fucking granola muncher ain't fucking whooping nobody's ass let's be fucking real oh muncher Moxley that... no matter how hardcore he ain't gonna go back there because he don't like talking to nobody be a locker room leader if you don't know how to lead then somebody That's else so someone back there needs to fight like I said before how they always need to keep Brock around because he's one of the only ones who ain't scared to fight Vince. Yeah. I said, I was like, I don't care what no one says. Is a Brock always has to be because when Vince starts acting crazy, someone needs to be able to call Brock for him yeah. to put Vince in his place and he can act a little bit better for a couple months or a year or so up there. There is someone back there needs to start swinging on other talent when they start acting crazy. I'm sorry. Get involved. There isn't a wrestler's court. No one's getting you can not a single back person back there is getting their ass beat like they should because they're too busy running to the, we should not know none of this shit. Get it. Who keeps running to the dirt sheets? They should have gotten their ass beat the second time. Yep. Should got in dog walked. Brian Danielson's, I mean, Danielson's out till um till further notice. And Mo- it's not because Mox doesn't like people. He's only going to get involved if someone threatens him directly, which at that point, he'll just laugh and walk away from you. Or if you really want to die, you'll mention Renee and his daughter. That's the only yeah, time. but you he- can't. You can't be a locker room leader then. You can't. Exactly. So that's why I what say, are you, what are you doing? Back there, I don't care. F- find some, someone needs to start whooping someone's fucking ass. Why is Jericho there if he's not going to be a veteran back there? You got start Dustin whooping Rose. people. You got Jericho back there. What are they doing? You got but you got fucking um Mr. Ass right there, Billy God right there. What are you doing? What are you doing? Because well, Dustin tries to act like Chandler? he's such a hard ass to the talent and stuff. Be like, no, you're not because they're acting crazy. They just do whatever well, the fuck. I'm sorry. you. There is too many people and this is, sounds very like pro-capitalism in a sense, even though I'm not. But to just to preface what I'm going to say, there's too many people back there who think they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. That's facts. And wrestling and, and or just in companies in general. And again, this also sounds weird, but you have to, but it's okay. And you should have maybe two, three people, maybe four, depending on how big your business is, who can and do whatever the fuck they want to do. It brings balance, et cetera, et cetera. And also nine times out of ten, those people are usually significantly good, good at their job. So, you know, you just like, you know, you're just like, whatever. You just hate them because they're assholes, but they are good at their job. Yeah, but they also just, but they also kind of just do whatever the fuck they want. Like, they be show, they, like, they show up late to work e- twice a week. Yeah. And they don't even try to bother and act like they were somewhere else, but they were coming from there. You know, they visibly come in with the Starbucks cup or a bag of ch- yeah. from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and sit and sit the fuck down and do whatever the fuck they want and but half of the roster at AEW is doing that they're yep. showing up they're leaving 
they're leaving lunch early to go to Burger King. They're showing up to class 30 minutes in with a bag of, with the bag from IHOP looking at you with that attitude. Is this from personal experience? They're getting five guys door dashed. So let me let me ask you guys. This. They get attitude with you because you gave them a B, even though they you really should have given them a C because they showed up an hour into the exam. Right. I mean, she she's been lying about this. There's too many people who can't and think that they can do whatever the fuck they want. And you know what's real messed up about it? A lot of them aren't even talented enough memorable enough or even have the character enough to even fathom that. Jack she's talking to you, Jack. She's talking Excuse about me. you. There is too many people and this is like Preach, this girl. is like having a roster full of Fucking, who's that disco motherfucker? Erno. Yes. Imagine having a roster full of people with the the same level of charisma, talent, etc., uniqueness as Disco Inferno, just doing, thinking they can do whatever the fuck they want. Please. That is okay. sick. That is a that's a good chunk of your roster. Ain't no fucking what it, if I was Tony Khan, I would have been like, you know what? I see you lucky you're not on here and you weren't stuck on Riverdale. Well I mean like you uncharismatic motherfucker. I'll see you better take your ass home. Now what was the question you wanted to ask, Alexis? Sorry, hey. I went on a tangent. No, it's okay. It was good. You get angry. This is great. I love it. Here's my from a business standpoint, because I know y'all love when I want to ask stuff like this. Okay. So this is the second time that the way I'm seeing it now, this is the second time that people literally came for CM Punk. Because granted, the man ran his mouth when he shouldn't have ran it. But then again, at the same time, the Bucks shouldn't have been trying to super kick down his door. This ain't spider. Chill the fuck out, okay? So the punks came after him, or the punks, the Bucks came after him. He kind of defended himself because it was like basically a how many on one situation. I don't count Kenny because Kenny was being the fucking golden retriever that he is, and he was moving the other guy's dog. Fucking Kenny Omega. I love him though. It's like fucking he is a fucking golden retriever in human form, and you can't tell me differently. Um anyway. So Punk gets suspended, people responsible for it get suspended, they get their title stripped from them. Okie fucking dokie. Okay. This is the second time that someone has deliberately came for Phil Brooks, where it got violent. Where he had to defend himself from being mm-hmm. attacked. Granted, it's fucking Jungle Boy. 
Harley's going to be taller than him in like a couple of weeks. So it doesn't really matter. But still, it's like you're defending yourself because somebody is trying to assault you. Because I've been telling Harley this, once someone puts their hands on you, anything from this point out, you are just trying to survive. That's all you were trying to do. Officer. It doesn't matter how you broke his nose. He put his hands on me. I felt threatened. I don't know how his nose is on the other side of his face. I really don't know. But it's one of, I'm laughing, but I'm trying to be serious at the same time. Is this going to be, if this continues to be an issue where people are deliberately coming after Phil because they know he'll retaliate, what is this going to, what is going to happen in the long run? Because now they think they can fucking just get angry at him or like pseudo get angry at him and try shit with him because they know it would suspend him. But at the same time, Jungle Boy suspended. So is any, this isn't a win-win situation for anybody. So what's no, going to happen? You're right about them emboldening the behavior. You're correct. About it's happening way too many times. That is why I said, Tony has to have a conversation with his company, not just with CM Punk and Perry, but everybody. There needs to be a meeting with the entire locker room, and he needs to be the one to man it. Mm -hmm. He needs to tell them CM Punk is here to aid in our success in this company. He obviously is a valued asset. Otherwise, I would have let him go. Tell the fucking truth. We cannot be just showing our asses on TV and in media scrums and backstage fighting and whoever one of y'all keep going and snitching on us and telling everybody at the fucking dirt sheets what's happening. Fuck you, okay? Because I'm trying to keep a business going. Without me, there's no food in your mouth. So every time you run your mouth, you fuck it up for all of us, not just me. And if you got a problem with me and my company, you can get the fuck out. Simple as that. We're not we're not trying to be here fighting each other. You don't have to like each other to work with each other. You can go to work and go home. I'm not asking you to do nothing you don't want to do. I gave you a contract. You signed it. That means you're a part of the AEW conglomerate. Don't come in here and try to fuck up what we're trying to do. If you ain't on the winning team, then go find another train. Because I'm not with the bullshit. Now, whatever the fuck is going on amongst y'all, y'all gonna have to figure this shit out. CM Punk is here. He's not going nowhere. So that is what it is. At the same time, wouldn't they have to make this like a warning to everybody, including Sammy Guevara? Because Sammy Guevara ended up getting into the fight with um with uh Andrade. And they pretty much sent Andrade home and didn't do nothing with Sammy Guevara, which is interesting. Because well, he didn't get sent home. To think back to that thing he had with Eddie Kingston. Kingston got suspended, but but Sammy did it. That's another problem. It's favoritism back here. And if <clears throat> if CM Punk was really favored, like everybody says he is, he would have been allowed to stay at the show, and he wouldn't have been suspended. There were two altercations with Guevara. Guevara was never suspended in either of them, if I recall. Eddie Kingston and Andrade were the ones who suffered because of those altercations. Now, the only I'm, I'm not saying that CM Punk is 100% absolved of anything. All I'm saying is the only way that that will stop that behavior is Tony has to make an example of those who are exhibiting the behavior. 
So it, obviously the suspension didn't work. So they're still going at CM Punk. A conversation needs to be had with Punk too. Because while, yes, most of us are like, okay, he was defending himself. He is in the right to defend himself. At the same time, he's got to learn how to recognize when somebody's trying to go at your neck. And it's a time and a place for everything. Basically, pick and choose your battles. That was not a battle you needed to pick. I can and I can when see that. On you, you should step back and be like, hey, yo, get your mans because if he swing at me again, I'm going to defend myself. I'm telling you right now. Because then it would have been, I'm protecting myself. His immediate reaction was to protect himself, which is fair. We all agree that that was a fair reaction for him since he was not the aggressor in this particular fight. But all I'm saying is, having been in this situation before, everybody's going to peg him to be the problem. Not when in all actuality, he's being targeted. I fully believe that. Because there's just no way. You're angry two weeks later about a spot with glass. Like, I can understand if your match was cut. I can understand if they took out your entire feud and <sighs> didn't let like work, work the card to put CM Punk in your place, then I could be like, you know what? Yeah, I can understand why he pissed off, but you're mad because you didn't get to do a spot with Glass for two weeks. Then you show up at the show where you're supposed to be showing out for the biggest audience of the year when you start a fight. The nah. biggest audience in AEW history up to this point. I'm just... <laughs> I, I look, I'm not a cheerleader for Phil. I don't want anything to happen to him just because the first time that he run his mouth, yeah, okay. And I think, he, and Tiff is right, because I think he learned his lesson from that. But this time he was provoked. And I'm not saying anything from like outside sources, okay, like him being pissed off. But I mean, he did what anybody else would have done. If someone swings at you or tries to come at you, you're going to defend yourself. And I don't like the fact now that the locker room's going to use this against him. Oh, God, what the fuck am I saying? When someone should have really checked Jungle Boy. He needs to be checked. Someone should have checked him. And I said, all them older men back there, and they would always talk about how they blah, 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 need to learn respect, blah, blah. Ain't nobody checked him. He needs to stop running his mouth before someone else knocks the shit out of him, too. But I don't think you can recover from your ego after getting choked out in front of half the fucking production. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got this on camera, really? I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't want this to come back and try to be painted like Phil painted in a bad light or anything like that. Cause honestly, he didn't do anything wrong. Oh, God, I need to sit the fuck down. What the hell? Anyway. But after that, he was asked to leave. Show continued. Because we could just be up here all day talking about it. Next match was the Golden Elite, which is uh Paige. I'm gonna try to pronounce half these fucking names. It's the Golden Elite versus uh Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Takashita. I didn't I didn't hear much about this match. Um, but Takashita, Robinson, and White defeated Omega, Page, and Abushi. Apparently, this was like the crowd was going wild for it though. So congratulations to them. 
AEW World Tag Team Championships, the match we did not think was going to happen. FTR versus the Young Bucks. Um, I shouldn't laugh at this, but honestly, it's funny. If y'all don't understand why we're saying the match that we thought wasn't going to happen, um, Cash, was it Cash? From FTR got in trouble? Not that. It was Cash. Uh, Cash Wheeler, right? That's his. That's Cash his, had the blicky. Yeah, he uh he got arrested before the show. Shortly before the, well, not like shortly, but um he got arrested for road rage. <laughs> <laughs> laugh. He has all that fucking aggression. How come he ain't whooped Jack's ass? Oh yeah, he's picking stuff by side. Apparently he um he cut this lady off. Lady like honked her horn because you know like you do the fuck you. Pulled out a he pulled out and started waving it at her. Thankfully nobody was hurt. Unfortunately, you hear about road rage incidents like this where people do end up getting hurt. So thankfully no one was hurt. Um, yeah. Out on bond, he had to give. What did uh, that lady say for him for him to pull out the blicky? I don't know. Because I can't pick him. I can't picture him just cut, pulling it out. I feel like she had to say something. Not look like the kind of guy who get who has like a hair fucking trigger. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I said she had to say something crazy. She didn't go. Don't know, but he had to turn in all his weapons, and he was allowed. To- <laughs> <laughs> I really. Hey. It's like- a massive jail time and I'm just kind of hoping like he gets off because it was his first time doing this and he learned his lesson so here's I mean, hoping. Was he inebriated because they didn't catch him while he was driving I, I have not heard if he was under the influence so I'm going to go with he was sober because I don't want to say shit and then I turn out to no be he wasn't under the influence he was just angry okay so that's what I'm saying she had to say something yeah, who knows? So, this is the match. I always have like that one match from each card that I'm not a big fan of. This was the Stadium Stampede. Now, for a match of this size, right, you think this would be what they would open with or close with? Because that usually they close with Stadium Stampede. This was the third, like the third match on the card. So but, weird to me. But Stadium Stampede, Blackpool Combat Club, the Santana and Ortiz, they came back versus Beth, Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston, and Pinta. Now, Ray Phoenix was supposed to be in this match. I don't know what happened. I've heard there was some stuff with his passport that he couldn't get clear to go. I don't know. But he was kind of taken out. On Wednesday, yeah, leading this. Um, I'm not a big fan of this match because it was it was gory, just to be gory, and I I did not like it. They, okay, I don't really care for the bloody matches like that. I can respect it when it happens like on accident or something. 
But when you're intentionally like sticking chopsticks in your forehead and shit, it's just it's just that being was weird, bro. Disgusting. And then like Orange Cassidy posted a picture on his Instagram, which like rarely post. If he does, I miss it. <clears throat> fucking bloodied. Now apparently he came out of it looking real str- like real cool because he took like double he took tape and he took the sticky part of the tape and taped it around his hand and then he put his hand in glass and did the Superman punch, which okay, that's cool. But it's just like from what I have seen of best friends and Orange Cassidy, I mean like best friends have done that parking lot brawl a few times. But those three really don't get hardcore a whole lot. I don't even want to call this match hardcore, honestly. Everyone's been shitting on it. Everybody's been dragging mocks. And, I mean, it's weird that I said that about Mox and Terry Funk kind of looking like. And one of the first weapons that he used was a cattle brand. With a, with a uh, branding iron, which Terry Funk used. But what's what's the fucking point? If y'all want to go fucking just, go... I don't know. This this is stupid. Like I'm so <laughs> like this is the match that made me angry, and it's the third match in. So after all this, you ha- see the cleaning crew trying to clean up all the fucking blood on it and they didn't get all the stuff. I'll be like, I am not wrestling around and someone's caked up fucking blood. That is disgusting. But there was that funny picture of where like Kingston threw himself in the mocks and they're just kind of laying there bloody and Kingston like flicks Moxley off. I'm like, why does this sum up like majority of my friendships with people? <laughs> It's just too much. It's getting too too much. I love hardcore. I love death matches. This was way too much. And I'm... Nicole, you got anything to say about it? Because, I mean, you and me are the fans here. Um... I mean, I only saw clips of it, but I was like, eh, that's no for me. Because we see it every fucking week, it seems like. Yeah. Well, let's get to the last, the last set of matches. Let's just move on. Um, Cassidy, best friends, Kingston and Penta defeated Blackpool Combat Club. And it was kind of funny. Um... I guess they did this thing where for when best friends, they drew like stick figures of like Trent, Chuck, and Orange. And like one of them was holding Yuta's head and it says Yuta. And the other one was holding a spine and it's like Yuta's spine. Don't ask me why I thought that was so fucking funny. <laughs> I got this, I'll find that kind of video. But yeah, anyway. Um, do do. Ooh, Bleacher Report gave it a D. Yikes. Alright. Not so Four-way dance for the AEW World Women's Championship. Sheeta defending against Soraya. 
Tony Storm and Britt Baker. Um, he just mom. That's good enough for me. So I mean, it's on accident. If we're being fair, she hit her um while she was in the audience. Um, I think she was going after Sheeta or somebody. Paige oh. was in it. Shariah was in the ring, and she accidentally hit her mom in the face. She, Tony went in the ring. She tried to apologize. Shariah just, you know, unloaded on her. I don't. Yeah, it's care. fine. It's okay. And then she turned around and hit her, and they started fighting. I don't uh, care who. Someone should have knocked that lady out years ago. I don't like her. <laughs> well, I don't like her either. But I'm a I'm a side with her only because like that's her mama. And she defended her as she should. I mean, a- yeah. Ruby came out there to get him to stop fighting. And Tony was just like, you know, let me tell her, you know, how I, let me make sure she understands that it was a mistake. Like, you need to leave. Let us have the match. And Soraya just unloaded. She just beat her. I mean, I'd probably do it too because it's Paige's mom. And we all know how she, uh, never mind. I'm going to keep my uh, honest opinion to myself. Looks like the outcasts or whatever they're called is breaking up. Soraya is your new AEW Women's Champion. Yeah, because as soon as I, well, I I knew I was like once she was like in that match, I was like, oh, she's won that title. Mm-hmm. And so I sure- can't picture them having Soraya as the eight as the woman's champion especially if her having been a champion in so long and her not being a face hmm. this is what bleacher report says soraya celebration with her family in a moment that was nice but there's little to inspire faith or excitement in the women's division moving forward okay yeah okay this is like the weird matches for like i know mommy's making fun of AEW. i know that made you happy but you gotta lay down talking to odie <laughs> yeah, buddy, i know you gotta go sleep hold on you gotta go sleepy though go to sleepies i don't care if the other dog stay up late. you need to go to sleep okay i love him anyway uh next match after that was the coffin match of Sting and Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage. Anybody want to tell me how the hell this match even became a thing? Be honest, I can give less than a day. It's a mess. It's not even worth explaining, honestly. I mean, I I just don't care. I did see on Wrestling with Regret that Swerve of uh, Darby and Sting won, but I did see where Swerve. Uh, was the one who got thrown into the coffin and it was funny because you could see his uh dreads come out of the coffin like they shut it on his dress damn they could at least put his locks in there (laughs) okay so just trying to so this was the one that I was kind of weirded out about because I didn't know what was happening till like a, the day before it. Uh, Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay. I never heard Will Ospreay. But the man sounds a fucking fork. 
stuck in a laundry or in a uh, garbage disposal. He cut a promo and he said, This is my life, bro. And I said, Okay. <laughs> I was like, right. What the? F-? He dresses like a character, like a background character in skins. And I'm talking about the first two seasons when Nicholas Holt was on there, skins. Stop. And my guy, that was very early 2000s. I don't, I've never heard him talk before. And just hearing him do that, I'm like, oh, maybe there's a reason he's not known for his mic skills. I was like, wow. It was just like, I was like, what? The British accent with it. Oh, I was just like, what? like, what the He's hell? Is he like, that's literally all he sounds like. I was like, I feel like I'm listening to fucking Charlie Brown as it's adults are speaking. I was listening to the clip and Daryl came down and he's like, who's that? I'm like, it's Will Osprey. And he goes really quiet and he goes, is he special needs? <laughs> <laughs> But later, ah, I don't care. I've had a good life. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to hell for it. I don't care. Alrighty, oh, crazy. my God. Yeah. Uh, so Osprey defeated Jericho, which there was no way we lost. Jericho. Sure. So, um, and then Jericho performed Judas live, like, who cares? He did and he did. He walked to the ring seeing it. Oh. God, just go up and do your rock shit, bro. Like, uh, moving on. This is when they started picked up steam again. The trios championship, the acclaim, and Billy Gunn versus the House of Black. They Shout actually- out to House of Black's entrance. That was very nice. Dave Bray of tribute. We loved it. Well, very, that was very nice tribute. Very fair. And also, it's also it's kind of cool that they also, well, I'm assuming obviously they couldn't get anything that intricate made that last minute. But it's also cool that they like their gear was, I love that they're, they're white gear, especially with their mm-hmm. tribute. Yes. House of Black be having some good uh, gear. People just keep slip, sleeping on it. Um, I did not know the acclaim had a move called Scissor Me Timbers. <laughs> I fucking love them so much. That's her shit ain't me. <laughs> um, the acclaim and Billy Gunn are your new tag trio tag team champions. That's pretty much it. But Julia Hart, I need to know where she gets her hats from. Her hats are fire. Especially the white one she was wearing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was dope. Okay. Main event. AEW World Championship. Adam Cole versus MJF. Now, I'm going to read you what... 
not even going to read it. So MJF comes out. It's tacky as fuck, man. Like, it's so stupid. Him and Adam Cole go at it. Okay. And you're thinking the betrayal is coming because that is a constant thing in Maxwell's storyline. When he's always friends with somebody, he betrays them when they're not useful to him anymore. And the match originally ended on a draw, a time draw. So they start arguing. Him and Adam Cole start arguing. Get Restart the match, restart the match. So they restart the match. He wins on a MJF rolls up Adam Cole. One, two, three, that's it. So wait, that didn't happen in the match. That happened after the restart. That happened after the restart. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm not necessarily mad at the finish of that match. And I'm going to tell you why. For the most part, the best thing they have going is MJF and Adam Cole. So while, yes, it would be better for them to turn on each other, it's also better for you to make something out of this. And Roderick Strong is a key piece of that as of right now. He's the one who's antagonizing this and making it, trying to make it worse. And it needs to happen organically rather than happen because everybody was expecting it. I think that was ingenious to swerve it that way. It may have seen, might have seen a little anticlimactic for some people, but they had a good match either way. And I think that's just going to lend to a better story with MJF and Cole because MJF's getting ready to come up on a year as champion and then he's going to end up dropping. You know how AEW works. You're for real? Yeah. Wow. Your year next year? Was it next year when you'll be at a year? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a year next year. So if he drops it before then I'll be surprised. So I think they're just trying to like kind of, you know, Drag it out. Mm-hmm. There was a cool there was a cool spot though where MJF and Adam Cole were trying to do the Eddie Guerrero thing when the ref was like distracted. They were like tossing yeah. a chair in each other. And then they both fell down. And then MJF like put hit like put the chair like around his neck. To make it look like Cole's trying to... It's like, I, I appreciate... So stupid. I appreciate stuff like that, you know, but I don't... One thing I'll give MJF credit for is trying to tell stories. Like, he's very good at creating the stories, but I do think he needs help in sometimes his execution and how it should play out. Um, Like, he's the one who wrote the Pillar story, the storyline with the pillars. He also did that, which it was okay. It was just I think he could have picked somebody else to be a pillar besides Perry. Um, the um, so the concept was really good. Yeah, but yes, some of the people like Perry should have got switched out for Ricky Starks. I agree. 
as much as I hate to say it, you would have to keep Darby Allen there. You definitely do. And Loki would have to keep Sammy Guevara there too. The only person that needed to move was Fury. And I I would have put Stark in there. Mainly because he just he is a bona fide star and future champion. It's not going to happen overnight, but Starks is going to have that title at some point. And it makes me mad that I don't, that they are not, because I feel like they're taking too long to want to invest in them. him besides Phil. I and I was like, he's going to end up, if they don't do something, he's going to be their leave. Sasha Banks. Yeah. Yeah. He starts. Oh, and she the- was there. She was there. She was in the audience. Money. That was they nice. Sure to- yeah. That's, <laughs> they ooh, made that's, sure that's to put the camera on, sis. She was sitting up there, that blinged out, had her wig on nice. She was sitting <laughs> real pretty. Also, I know that's right. So you better tell them bitches they broke. <laughs> Not they broke. Let them know. Let's even yeah. let these bitches know that they is broke. Look, <laughs> y'all tripping out here. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. That's what it looked like. That was a fantastic wig. Her wigs were real good lately. Who do? Who's our new wig person? I don't know. You know, because they I'm... these are infinitely better than what she had. Good laugh. That's all I'm fucking just saying. Um, all right, so we'll just cover payback and then we'll end it. All right, so y'all don't have to be um in here too much longer. They head out so, soon because tomorrow. Yeah, that's why we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and move forward. Can't quit school. Um, what? Heard me? What did you say? Because you clicked out. Do I really have to go to class tomorrow? Yes. We're yeah. not having this conversation. You're going. End of the conversation. You're going. Get your ass up and you go. You're not my real mom. No. <laughs> You're going. I don't care. You're going. All right. So the card is pretty simple. For payback, there's five matches and one talk show. Okay. <laughs> LA Knight is facing off against the Miz. They've been going back and forth for a couple weeks now. Miz is pretty jealous of LA Knight. So LA Knight, he's been costing LA Knight a lot of matches and opportunities. And LA Knight returned the favor this past Friday. LA Knight quoted Bray Wyatt and told him, a wise man once told me, the next time you see me, run. It was a cool promo. It was a nice little dedication or tribute to Bray Wyatt. Miz, on the other hand, was on Monday Night Raw, and he did what he always does. He took to, he took it a step further, and he dressed up like L.A. Knight, had his face all powdered up with L.A. Knight's 5 o'clock shadow, had the gear, the fresh butters on, and everything. Came out there, talked his shit, and when he got tired, he basically was like, well, when I beat you, you're going to run into obscurity. Everything is going to be over for you. I'm going to reign supreme, and you're going to go back to doing nothing. So, LA Knight and Miz are going to fight it out. 
I said I think that the Miz is gonna win. Everybody else thinks LA Knight is gonna win. I don't know. I think the Miz is gonna win too. See, I'm I'm not crazy. I think the Miz is gonna win this match, whether it be by hook or crook. I think that he's gonna win. Because I think they're gonna fight again. That's also that's the only reason why. That's what I said on on live the other night. They're gonna go at it more than likely at um fast lane because that's the next pay per view after this one this Saturday. I All right, go with Daddy LA on that on this one. I'm sorry. You going with LA night? Right. Okay, it's two for Miz and one for LA. We'll have to wait and see. All right, so the next match, next non-title match is. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. They're going to fight in the steel cage. I'm over it. I just Look, want Becky. I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm with Alexis on this one. I don't care. Um, It's been too long. This match should have happened at SummerSlam. Uh-huh. Um, but. Uh, you could have had a regular match at SummerSlam or something. You could have did something. I'm just, I'm sick of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm tired and I'm I, sick if of Lita, it. If Lita don't come back at this point, then what was the point? Why yeah, also, I'm, I'm very, yes, I'm also very irritated about her because it's like, no, like, no one should mention her. Like, nope. no, nothing. Did she fucking disappear out of thin air? I was like, I felt like she was a figment of my imagination at one point with this feud. All I'm just saying is if Lita shows up and costs Trish this match, I love Lita and I love Trish, don't get me wrong, but they, and you know, Lita's pretty cool because, you know, she's trying to start shit or whatever, but Trish needs to go home. Because at this point, and this is going to probably sound really fucked up, I feel like they are, fo- and it's nothing to do with Becky, right? Mm. And I get it. Trish deserves her flowers. They deserved better when they were here. But to me, it feels like this is the only female, <coughs> excuse me, this is the only woman's match or woman's feud that they have seemed to be the only one they seem to be caring about if that makes sense because we have seen this side of Rhea right now they finally gave Rhea something so it's just been week week after week and it's the same bullshit and at first people were like oh tee this is funny but now I'm seeing where people are like what's the payoff for this like that's what it comes down to she's already had her retirement match she lost against Charlotte well, not like her retirement, her her actual real retirement match. Like I, that's what I'm gonna call her and uh her second retirement match. What's the payoff to get Zoe Starks on the main roster? And then what happens like after this? Is Trish still gonna be there, or is Zoe gonna have to be on her own? Because if Zoe goes on her own, she's not gonna make it. She'll be. They need to call Robert Stone. <laughs> oh shit. I I feel like she could, but promo wise, Zoe's not strong enough. But she never really has been. So, um, 
I it's okay. I think she'd be fine. She's she's a she's a type of girl that would be mid card girly. Could probably give a champion a run for her money, but not win the championship. If that makes sense. Um. So I I mean I'm not necessarily concerned about that. They'll figure out a way. I mean they they always figure out a way. So they'll figure out a way with Zoe too. You know Triple H, he loves his darlings. He loves his babies. So. He'll figure out something. I'm going with Becky on this one because this shit's got to end. Everybody's she... picking Beckler. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. So, <laughs> in the middle of the show, I presume it will be Grayson Waller's Grayson Waller effect and his guest for this show is none other than Cody Rhodes. Now, I have a feeling that there is a method to the madness. And of course, Grayson is probably going to bring up Cody's loss to Roman and pseudo reignite that desire to have that WWE championship, right? This might turn into a match between him and Waller. So you have that. Um, I'm not quite sure why this is happening at Payback, but that's the only thing that I can think of. They needed to have Cody on the card. He doesn't have a feud at the moment. He's kind of flying blind. Every now and then they kind of bring him into Judgment Day issues and then they, you know, pull him out. So... There's a lot going on here. But I um agree with you. I think they're using this way to get Cody on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Start building it up because Cody's gonna win that title. He's gonna be the one who beats Roman for at least one of them. Well, he only still- has one. He only has one belt now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. He carries he carries those two belts like, you know, out of like the representation. But he's 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 a one champion guy now. So there's not even a raw or smackdown title? Oh no, wait, there is Seth. My bad. Brain it's not working. <laughs> my brain just went dead for like a split second. I swear to God, I think I just stroked out. Um oh, no. I think this is gonna be a way for him to get on SmackDown because Roman he's gotta he's gotta be the they're not building anybody else to take that title off of Roman. It's gonna be Cody. I don't know. We'll see. If we Cody comes out see. Cody comes out dressed in his gear, that means they're gonna yeah. fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we got a couple of title matches on the card. We're gonna start with the mid-card title. United States Championship is being contested by Austin Theory. Ray Mysterio is the current US champion. To make a long story short, he won it off of Theory a couple weeks ago. Theory's been fuming ever since, and he's trying to get his championship back. From the three-time United States champion Rey Mysterio, 
So, Nicole, what do you got with this one? She's still there. Nicole, you there? Did we lose her? Oh no, I was saying she's still here. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, I'm going. I'm going. That was so weird. Oh, there she go. I was like talking and then it just like froze and stopped. I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, but no, I said he's obviously retaining. Okay. Yeah. Because he's going for Ray. So, what about you, Alexis? I'm going with Ray because I honestly forgot Austin Theory had that U.S. title. A lot of people did. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's why they had to call John Cena bite so he can do something with the U.S. title on Razzle Dazzle time. It's not I like mean, he can do. Not like he could do anything else. I be mean, fair. Well, okay, so I'm gonna pick theory to get the title back, which oh hell no, I don't want that to happen, but um, I feel like it will. Um, John is gonna be there for the next seven SmackDowns, so John's gonna be there past them doing the superstar spectacle in India. He's scheduled to be at every SmackDown after that. So if I were booking it and I knew John Cena was coming back, I'd make Theory get it back, have Theory drop that title back to John, and then put the title on LA Knight off of John Cena. I just, I just don't want Theory to win. He bores me like so bad. I, I don't know why, but I feel like he's gonna get it. If he doesn't, I'm fine with that. But I think that's what they're gonna do. I, I just do. So we're gonna go to the next match. Another title bout: the undisputed tag team championships are being contested by Judgment Day. This is a Steel City street fight, which I did not know that. I'm a little confused by that. Same. Kevin I was like, y'all just made that up. <laughs> They're going to be in Pittsburgh, which is why it's Exactly, they City just made that fight. up. But I'm like, why is it a street fight? They love putting some random ass old nickname for a town and street fight in front of it. That's their favorite fucking thing. They did that for Backlash. They did that for another one, too. Yeah, they They've do. done that to, like, two or three of them. All right. So, Kevin and Sammy are the champions. Judgment Day are trying to get the titles. We all got Kevin and Sammy or Damien and Finn Balor because they're the ones representing Judgment Day. I'm going to go with Sammy and Kevin. Mm-hmm. Just just because the girls are fighting in Judgment Day. Right. And I 
think that inner turmoil is going to boil over. Like I know Kevin and Sammy need to lose those titles. Don't get me wrong. Okay? Yes. Need to lose. Need to split them back up. I'm all for that. But they need to take care of this money in the bank. I mean, they could still do it with Judgment Day as as tag champions. Yeah, because that's a real title, technically. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I just see something going wonky in Sammy and Kevin. I I don't like the idea of them doing it as a tag team because the only tag team... I ever wanted to do that was with Otis was with heavy machinery machinery. Yes, that was the only, only, only time that I advocated for doing a cash in for tag titles. Because that would have made sense. sense. It yeah. made hundred percent, especially how Otis was as a character, as a wrestler. For him, that would have made a hundred and ten percent. And I wanted so fucking bad i was so that pissed was the off. perfect time to pull the tri- trigger too it was pandemic and because they didn't what have else is we doing do. they didn't have Washing shit else on the fucking screen they ain't had shit else to do now they want to wait till everybody can leave to tell people oh now you can cash it in on any world title like why are you playing in our face stop playing with us is they bitches i don't know <laughs> All right, so everybody's picking Kevin and Sammy, right? No. I'm going with Judgment Day. Sorry. You're lying. (laughs) Such an asshole. (laughs) Oh, man. Right. I think that they're going to lose. I think this match is going to be early in the show, like first or second. And I think that they're going to lose. And I think that Damien's going to end up cashing in on Seth in the last match. Because that would just stick in Finn's craw, he being the only one in the group without a title. And Damien got the title that he wanted. Anyways, next up, got two more matches. Women's World Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel. My God, she's defending it and at her pay-per-view. She is. She is. It is Raquel Rodriguez who is challenging Rhea Bloody Ripley. I don't think Rhea Ripley. Don't think Raquel's gonna win at payback, but they need to build this feud up. I do see Raquel either taking that title off of her after SummerSlam or at Royal Rumble because they have... So right now, let's see. I'm trying to think because this is payback. Yeah, they have about four more. So they have Fastlane. Um, Fastlane, Crown... Huh? SummerSlam. SummerSlam was last month. No, it was, it was the beginning of this month. August. Like the sixth. Yeah, yeah, it was no, it was like the third or something. Yeah. Um actually it was on the fifth. August fifth, because it was a Saturday. Oh yeah. We, I already, remember. we already had SummerSlam. 
So they have right now. Um, okay. You got fast lane in October because um we uh we're in September. We're getting ready to be in September, and the next pay per view is payback for September. So you have payback. Fast lane is in October. Survivor Series is in November. They usually have um, what's it called? Crown Jewel in November, and then they haven't been doing a pay per view in December. And then the next one is Royal Rumble in January at the end of the month. Okay, so she could still. Um, oh my God, I just seen Tony Storm. Renee is trying so hard not to laugh while Tony's going off. It's crazy. <laughs> she looks beautiful, though. I saw that and I was like, that robe is everything. Yeah, she does. She looks, she is beautiful. I said, I would. I said, that's one of the one things I would never give um old girl the blues about because her face always it never declines it that's never right declines. i said but, she may get on my nerves but i will never deny that lady that woman's looks at all Renee's trying so hard not to fucking laugh because tony's just a giving good character i think nicole it is, right. she did a really so, good job it's different too and she just seems I, so distraught. And I'm just trying to understand. Like, I just want to understand why she is so distraught. I'd have been like, ma'am. <laughs> makes you want to be like, ma'am, are you okay? Right. I'm going to get you a glass of water because you're not doing too hot, obviously. <laughs> she, is, she just is having a time, honey. Oh, poor Tony. All right. But yeah, uh, I don't see I see Raquel pushing her to the fucking limit and mm-hmm. making her actually scared because she does have, and I don't think she's going to let up on Rhea either. So mm-hmm. only, and it's going to have Rhea scared because not only does she have somebody who can like best her when it comes to like strength and power and all that stuff that Rhea's for, Raquel's not going to give up and that's going to. That's fucking scary when you got a big bitch like Raquel Gonzalez coming after your ass. Yeah, because Raquel thinks that Rhea is a bully, which she is. I mean, she is. So she's like, I she's like, I what happens when the bullies when the bully bullies the bu- gets bullied, and it's like, okay, well, at least y'all be a star program is paying off. So <laughs> whatever works for you. I'm gonna pick Rhea because I I can't see her dropping her title definitely. and I think she's gonna get help from Don in this match to keep this title. Raquel, but she's not gonna drop it like right away if that makes sense. All right, fair. Nicole, we going for oh, Rhea. Oh, Rhea ain't dropping that shit. Come on now. Right, last match. Excuse me, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins is going up against. The ever-so-clever Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke's been playing some pretty decent mind games with the champion as of lately. Shinsuke has been in his fucking bag, and I wish people would realize he's so good as a heel. Oh, I love him when he's bad. And I'm a face girl. Mm-hmm. As much he as I love very good. As much it as is, I love like... his, no, go ahead, go ahead. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. I'll wait. No 
How the fuck did a squishmallow get in my fucking closet? The hell? Rico, put it in there. Rico? I'll probably put it in there. <laughs> Rico came and put it in there. Rico's coming to my house. That motherfucker be paying me rent, okay? So, um, I don't... This is hard. I love Seth. I love everything that he's been doing, right? He has just... He's been... Seth is great. Sad about. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about this one because wow. I like like how because you know they could play that wild card shit that you know yeah Shinsuke just happened him and Shinsuke just started their feud but we like Shinsuke could still win and then Damian could come out. And get that title, but a part of me don't think that they not my new silk shirt, you bitch. Get the fuck away from it, asshole cat. <laughs> Just ignore that. Um, I don't see Damien having a successful cash in, what? and I can't don't see him having a successful cash in. I don't see it because I see Finn causing him this, causing him the cash in, and then him and Finn oh, are gonna shit. fight. Do you? That I mean, it could be even worse than my idea. I mean, see, because I thought I was the only one. Like, I physically can't picture him cashing in successfully. Like right. in my mind, I can't picture it. Right Man, now, it, I don't see why y'all can't see it. I cannot see it for some reason. Is it because of what's going on? The current storyline? Even or is when it he just got Damien? it. No, I it's I, I feel like it's I like him, but I I love Damien. I think it has something to do with him. Because this is even when he first won it. I'm like, I can't picture him cashing it in. I was like, a, I was... just can't picture him doing it. Oh my god shocked out of everybody who was in that money in the bank match. We were just like, okay. Like, wow. Alexis might, y'all might be on to something though. Because what if they lose those tag team titles? Damien, Damien cash in and Finn cost him so he can't have the title. Or because or I don't, oh my god, this is so infuriating. I don't know. That's the problem. I no, don't. I kind of like that though, because that yeah. makes that match unpredictable, and it's going to be the one you really are going to be paying attention to. I just don't see him having a successful connection, and just with all the infighting that's going on between him and Finn, and then you got JD McDonough's bubble ass head, like you know, <laughs> pop up Judgment Day's business, trying to be he like tore his ass up. Like he's like Finn, you know me. Come on, man. We're you know brothers. Blah blah blah. You know that shit that he was saying to him. And it's just like it's we see the writing on the wall. Judgment Day is going to end soon. Yeah. Rhea together because now Rhea's got somebody who's an actual threat chasing after her. And I think if they play this right, that's going to lead to her and Dominic ending whatever they is or whatever they have going on because she's going to be distracted because I'm telling you Raquel is not going to have 
a one and done match. She is going to stay on Rhea like fucking white on rice. She's going to drop it to Raquel though because Shane is still back there too. And well, until they make a move with Shayna, I'm just saying Raquel. But whew, I'm so out of shape. I'm out of breath going up and down my stairs. Either way, there are threats to Rhea now. Because even if she doesn't drop the title and Raquel manages to beat the shit out of her, which I see what's happening, people are going to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why the fuck is she doing this like bitch ass shit? Isn't she supposed to be like Rhea Bloody Ripley? Like, they're going to see a hole in it. That's going to lead to her and Dominic ending their little tryst because she's going to be more worried about like her ass not getting jumped every single fucking week than, you know, than his little dorky ass being down in NXT. So he's going to have to go to NXT by himself. He's going to drop that um, North American title soon. At least I hope. And meanwhile, so she's got Raquel, Shayna, you know, Piper's back there. I know she's like tag titles or tag champs with Chelsea. I wouldn't mind seeing Rhea versus Piper. That'd be fucking awesome. There's options for it. So she's got her own shit she needs to be worrying about now. And Finn is just flat out fucking jealous. He's angry. He's bitter. He can't beat Seth Rollins and he's going to be for a title, which, yeah, he didn't lose. But Seth didn't get the title anyway. KO did. He did. Which, you know, if you're angry with somebody, you should be angry at KO. Well, he's mad at Seth because that match, you know, he's the reason why he messed up his arm because of that, um, what they call it, a buckle bomb. That buckle bomb. That's mm-hmm. why they stop. They stop when people do that for a minute. It was a complete yeah, accident. But you know he's bitter. He's jealous. Excuse me. He's bitter. He's jealous. He's mad. And now he has lost every single time, even with help from his little buddies in Judgment Day. He has lost every time to Seth. He and he doesn't have the money in the bank briefcase. You know for a fact that if Damien cashed in and was a successful cash in, Finn would just turn and beat his ass like right then and there. No problem with per se. Like it would lend to Finn and his his character. I'm just saying, if we go with your scenario, that is even worse. And I Honestly, it would be the catalyst for Damien leaving Judgment Day. He yeah, would then, leave. Yeah, but at the same time, it's just like we don't see him being a successful cash-in. Because I honestly think he's either going to fuck around and try it when he thinks Seth is at his lowest. Or if Shinsuke's going to do that thing where he's like, motherfucker, get in the back of the line. I'm still working on him. And Shinsuke attacks him, which I can see Shinsuke doing that. I don't I don't know. It's I don't see a successful yeah, cat. It's crazy. It's okay. Huh? Okay, so I'm going to pick Seth to retain. Um and I'm pretty much sure everybody here is gonna pick Seth to retain. 
But we all differ on how this is going to end. So we just going to have to find out. I do not know. But we are going to get out of here and we'll get another show together next week and cover the topics that we couldn't cover this week. Um, shout out to Janae because hopefully she'll be back probably sometime next year on a regular basis. Hey. And y'all know the deal, man. We are on X now. Is that what it's called now? X instead of Twitter? I'm not calling <laughs> it. We're, we're on Elon Musk's side of the internet. And um, <laughs> you can find us at Down for the Count 19. You can also find us at D4TC underscore podcast. I've been posting the commentary that goes on my page as well as on our page on um, Down for the Count. And you guys have really been responding to it well. Um, and we've been gaining more followers because of it. So I thank you for that. And um, it's the only way that I'm going to be able to keep up our Instagram. <laughs> so I appreciate it. And um, we will get out of here and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.